Welcome to the Crosstower Market Color Call. It's Wednesday, November 10th. I'm Martin Gaspar, Research Analyst, and with me is our trader Chad Steinglass and data scientist Catherine Webb. Chad, how is the market looking this morning? Good morning, Martin. Uh, across uh, the macro space, we're seeing a little bit of a pullback uh, this morning, still extending from, uh, from yesterday's kind of sell-off after a long run of, of strong gains for, for U.S. equities. Um, you know, we, we discussed on Monday that Elon Musk's tweet over the weekend about potentially selling some Tesla stock might uh, put a short-term top in that stock. And really, I think that that has acted as a little bit of a catalyst for some profit-taking, especially in names like Tesla and NVIDIA that have really uh, skyrocketed over the last week or two uh, and have kind of pushed, uh, you know, the NASDAQ and S&P up to new highs. Uh, we're seeing just some profit taking uh, there. Um, I, you know, I think that we might see a little bit of selling pressure also heading into next week with the VIX expiry. There's some mechanical um, kind of some some mechanical processes just in how uh, investors and hedge funds manage their downside risk, and they use uh, those that use VIX um, will be needing to roll those VIX futures uh, as the VIX futures expire next uh, next week. And that type of action can have just a, uh, you know, a short-term impact on, on uh, like the S&P uh, and on stocks in general. So uh, I'm not surprised to see a little bit of a pause here and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a shallow dip heading into next week. Uh, that has also uh, fed through into crypto. We saw uh, crypto and, and we saw BTC and, and ETH making new all-time highs late at night uh, last night. However, as equity started to sell off, uh, we saw some selling pressure there as well. So we're still seeing resistance as we hit new time, new all-time highs. We're still seeing profit taking uh, as we drive higher. You know, we're not seeing the types of markets uh, in years past where uh, where when we hit a new time all-time high, it just triggered a massive uh, wave of buying and kind of um, you know people chasing that. So we are seeing um, you know some plenty of selling inventory as we drive higher, but we're also seeing plenty of support, uh, really robust support on on any move lower, uh, and that's all translating into reduced uh, volatility in the in the crypto market, which. You know, it's something that I see as a sign of a maturing asset and uh, something not to be upset about. Thanks. Back to you. Thanks, Chad. Turning to some crypto news, B2C2, the market maker owned by SBI Financial Services, claims to have executed the crypto industry's first non-deliverable forward or NDF with trading firm QCP Capital, according to a statement. Bitcoin was used as the underlying asset in the transaction, which was denominated in USD. B2C2 said NDFs give institutions a familiar route to gaining exposure to crypto without having to take ownership of it. The Fed Reserve published its latest financial stability report this week, uh, highlights some more vulnerabilities in the financial sector, including a section on stable coins. Uh, the report featured two polls of industry participants who were asked to name potential shocks to financial stability, um, and one was dated in the spring and one in the fall. The spring poll found crypto and stable coins at ninth place, but in the fall poll, poll it had ascended to the fifth position immediately above climate concerns. Um, so it shows growing concerns about the role of uh, stable coins um, in, in, in finance. 
Also, city coins have revealed that they are coming to New York. Eric Adams has been vocal about wanting to have a city coin for New York City similar to Miami's. The New York program is set to follow the same blueprint as the Miami coin, and New York City coin can now be minted, and users can earn crypto through the Stacks protocol. The protocol automatically allocates 30% of the funds spent to mine the tokens to a crypto wallet reserved for the municipal government or the mayor's fund. And also on the Twitter front, there's been a lot of chatter about Web3 developments, um, one coming from Brave, which is the company behind the Brave browser. They partnered with Solana to provide support for the blockchain directly from its browser. According to a press release, the Brave browser will now default to Solana for cross-chain and dApp support. Uh, Brave users that are now in the millions will have access to a Solana wallet within the app, and this is expected to roll out in the first half of 2022. Also, Social Network Discord hinted a link to the Ethereum blockchain uh, with the CEO and founder, Jason Citron, tweeting a screenshot of what appears to be uh, Discord settings that allow users to connect to Ethereum through MetaMask or Wallet Connect. So some really interesting Web3 developments there. And next up, let's pass it over to Catherine to discuss uh, some recent crypto funding rounds. Thank you, Martin. Nexo has revealed its strategic investment in US regulated broker dealer Texture Capital, but did not disclose the amount. The investment forms part of Texture's capital seed round, and the company is an SEC license for insurance and trading of digital asset securities, as well as being registered in all 50 US states. 776 and Solana Ventures have announced a hundred million pound fund to grow decentralized social media projects on Solana. This was announced at the Solana conference in Lisbon. Circle has launched the Circle Venture Fund to support early stage blockchain products and companies. The fund is without a predetermined monetary amount and has already deployed some of its initial capital. Next, moving on to some Q3 earnings, PayPal has reported a 13% increase in year-on-year revenue for Q3. They also announced that they're teaming up with Amazon to let US customers play with Vimo at Chethout starting in 2020. But the revenue forecast for Q4 was below analyst expectations. The Q3 total payment volume rose by 26% to uh, $310 and the company added 13.3 million net new active users. Coinbase has reported its third quarter revenue that came in at 1.24 billion, which fell short of consensus analyst estimates of 1.61 billion. The adjusted earnings per share for Q3 were lower than predicted. Uh, Also Coinbase's transaction revenue has also dropped to 1.1 billion in Q3 and the trading volume has also decreased. Uh, Next up, BlockFi has filed for a proposal for a spot-based Bitcoin exchange traded fund with the SEC. The BlockFi NB Bitcoin ETF would trade on the New York Stock Exchange and would hold Bitcoin according to its S1 filing. Next, some mining news. Phoenix Technology Consultant has signed a £650 million order for crypto mining rigs. This is one of the largest purchases of crypto miners on record and was announced at the World's Digital Mining Summit in Dubai. The machines will be delivered starting in 2020, with the company also planning to order £2 billion worth of crypto mining ASCIIs in the third quarter of 2020. The mining facility will consume over 600 megawatts of electricity, with further expansion um, planning to reach 1.4 gigawatts within the next 18 to 24 months. 
Hive Blockchain has announced they're raising 110 million Canadian dollars through a private placement offering of special warrants. This raise will be used to boost its mining power to one exahashes per second through investment and development in data centers and acquiring mining equipment. Compass Mining has launched a secondary retail market for, the mine, for its retail mining customers to sell their Bitcoin mining hardware, and this marketplace is currently online. Iris Energy has announced a filing in the filing with the SEC that it plans to sell 8.3 million shares between $25 and $27 each in its initial public offering. The miner will use the net proceeds to buy Bitcoin mining hardware equipment and to acquire and develop data centers along with other growth initiatives. And finally, Microsoft's decentralized identity team has launched the Ion Dart decentralized identify, hmm, sorry, Ion decentralized identifier network on the Bitcoin mainnet. This is a this is a network is a layer two technology and uses Bitcoin's blockchain to create digital IDs for authenticating identity online. Ion is open source, so anyone can download the code and run a node to use the service. Ion uses the same logic as Bitcoin's transactional layers to sign off identity. So a public key and its associated private key are used to verify that the user owns that identity. And that's all the news I have for you. I hope you have a wonderful day. Back to you, Martin. Thanks, Catherine. Before we wrap up, let's pass it back to Chad uh, to discuss this morning's CPI print. Thanks, Martin. Uh, while we've been recording this, uh... Uh, we got some CPI data out of the U.S. overnight. We also had CPI data out and, uh, and producer price index data is, uh, out of uh, China and Europe as well. Those were mostly in line. The U.S. number came in a little bit higher than expected. Uh, that's leading to you know further uh, furthering the story that the Fed should be and will be uh, tightening. Um, but we're seeing some positive reaction, at least initially, out of crypto. Uh, possibly just on the on the back of the narrative that as as inflation continues higher, um, you know, Bitcoin especially is is going to be a uh, an asset that you want to own as an inflation hedge. Uh, we're going to see if there's any follow through from this, but just wanted to touch on that 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 CPI data did come in a good bit higher than expected this morning. Thanks. Back to you. Thanks, Chad. And we'll wrap it up with that. Thank you for listeners for tuning in. Let's check out crosstower.com for more market updates and color. Thanks for listening.